Sport on on SAFM. And let's start the show by going all the way to New Zealand now to get reaction. People still recovering from that loss of the All Blacks to Argentina. George Harper Jr. joins us. Good evening, George. Thanks again for speaking to us here in South Africa. Yeah, good day. Nice, uh, nice to hear your voice again. It's been a long time since we last spoke. Yes, yeah, since that World Cup, of course, in Japan in 2019. How has the reaction been in New Zealand after that defeat to Argentina, George? It's been. <laughs> It's been exactly as you can imagine, pretty hectic, uh, a lot of different opinions uh, and there's been uh, plenty of headlines about what needs to be done with this All Blacks team and, and even the coach as well. It's, uh, it's what New Zealand's rugby fans do very well and is, uh, the knee-jerk reaction is to get really angry and blame everyone else but the players. So um, yeah, it's been an interesting week to, to see it unfold but... Mate, what a game from the Argies. Full credit to them. It was uh, it was pretty special to watch, and, and it's always nice when history like that is made. Yes, and I was about to ask, was it a poor performance from New Zealand or just a good showing from Argentina? Oh, look, I, I definitely believe the All Blacks were... It was a pretty poor performance. I'm not going to lie. I was pretty disappointed, and uh, and it was a very tough watch, but you've you've got to give it to the Argies. What they, what they did on this occasion is... It's a little bit what they do normally. They always give it to the All Blacks. They always step up, but they just can't normally do it for 80 minutes. But, um, look, they showed that they, they could match them physically for 80 minutes this time, uh, and, it, and it showed. And, and uh, yeah, full credit to them. But, look, the All Blacks were, were well off, which was uh, pretty disappointing after losing to the Wallabies the week before. We normally bounce back really well, but not this time. And George, you've already touched on Ian Forster. I mean, obviously questions are now being asked about whether he's the right man for the job after just two wins in five matches. Is that understandable? Are those questions reasonable? Oh, look, I always say I always say you can't blame the coach too much because I think I could coach this All Blacks team. Uh, we've, we've normally got so many talented players, you know. like I, I just think we're spoilt for choice. It's about man management and just picking the right team. So, look, I don't think... I don't think we need to go and sack anyone anytime soon. Um, but, uh, yeah, look, it's certainly not the ideal start for Fozzie. Uh, and he'll be feeling the pressure more than anyone. But, look, I think the players just need need a good hard look at themselves after the weekend because that was our top team. Uh, and, and to be honest, it brought back horrid memories of that England World Cup semi-final in Japan where we we played very similar lineup uh, and we just did not do anything. And the worst part about that loss and the loss against Argentina in the weekend was, I just don't think we changed anything. You know, we came out at halftime and nothing changed. It was the same thing. There's no tactical changes at halftime, no experimenting to try and get get back in the game. So, look, pretty disappointing at all fronts, but let's not go ahead and lose the plot and sack any coaches anytime soon. Well, he always seemed to be on the back foot, though, Ian Forster, when he took over from Steve Hansen. Why was there so much doubt, considering that he was the number two? Yeah, look, I don't know. Like, he, he served his time as the apprentice, and um, and I I don't believe there should have been as much doubt. But the good thing about New Zealand rugby is we've got so many great candidates. Uh, I've spent a, a ton of time with Razor Robinson at the Crusaders, and and it's hard to fault what he does day in day out and the amount of respect he has for the players, and um, and his creativity uh, was loved by so many New Zealanders, and. And to be honest, if there was one thing I would say about this, this All Black side at the moment is that they do, 
they they haven't massively changed at all from the last four years. Like normally, the All Blacks always change the game. We're always going forward. We're we're always, I guess, bringing new aspects to rugby. But it just feels like we're in the same gear for the last three years. So um, yeah, interesting times ahead. We've got a couple of voice notes here that have come through on our WhatsApp number, which is 0614104107. I know there are a couple of South Af- of All Blacks fans here in South Africa. Not a couple, quite a lot, actually. No, Remember, yeah, we've got a, I watched we've got that a great... game maybe three times already. Seeing one player scoring 25 points against New Zealand, I'm telling you that one shocked the whole world, bruh. And then I'm telling you <laughs> it's going to change how teams will be facing New Zealand now. Now everyone will be going to New Zealand it's like we can beat them. If Argentina can beat them, then so we are. I'm telling you, yo, it was shocking, member. Zico Smith from Macau. Uh, good evening, Tabison. Good evening uh, to your guest, uh, Celebra here in East London. Well, uh, today we had the news of Brad MP resigning as the Sansa chairperson, um, saying that uh, Sansa need to, you know, grow, expand, and maybe add possibly Fiji and Japan to the rugby championship. Maybe uh, your guest can comment about that. And then secondly, how are other relations so how is the relationship between new zealand rugby and sa rugby as a journalist how does it view the relationship after the COVID 19 after south africa pulled out of the super rugby how are the relations between these two countries in terms of rugby okay thanks for those guys let's start with zico smith talking about sanchez scoring all the points there for argentina george it's led to questions now. People asking, have the All Blacks now lost that aura of, invinci- of invincibility after this defeat? Uh, well, it's hard to argue against that. I don't think the All Blacks ever lose that aura, though. No matter no matter when you're playing the All Blacks, it's always a big game. Everyone in the world gets up against the men in black. So, um, but but as as the listener said there, that that belief that other teams will have now will will only be um, accelerated and uh, I'm sure every team out there will show that extra bit of effervescence to to really get up against the All Blacks. Um, but yeah, look, I don't think we've lost our aura. Like, let's remember, uh, you know, two losses in a row. It's the first time it's happened in, what, 10 years. So I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't get too stressed. I think the All Blacks will still be pretty good at rugby. You expect to bounce, do you expect the All Blacks to bounce back strongly on the 28th? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what, we can't. We can't let this happen again. So I think there'll be some uh, demons to bury, and uh, and I wouldn't bet it, I wouldn't bet against the boys this week or in the twenty eighth, as you said. That's for sure. Okay, we've got another uh, voice note here. To be so, Paul Swellingham, could you ask your guest, have they ever lost to Japan and Italy? Then we can sort this one out. See who's who in the zoo here. Okay, right. I think I think I know where that one comes from because uh, Japan beat the Springboks, of course. So that's what he wants to know, George. Have you ever lost to Japan? Has New Zealand ever lost? To yes. <laughs> no, I don't think we have. Um, uh, Scotland has, uh, that's for sure. Uh, but uh, <laughs> no, I don't think New Zealand have done it. Uh, and obviously, the South Africans have have, uh, have lost to them in dramatic fashion at the two World Cups ago. But uh, I don't think we've ticked that box yet. Yeah, and I don't remember Italy also beating the All Blacks. The closest I remember was that nil-nil draw at the World Cup. 
Yeah, that is also <laughs> correct. Okay. There was a question about Brent, Brett Impey stepping down there at Sanza. What's, what are your thoughts on that? Sorry, who? Uh, Brett Impey. At Sanza. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's um, that's obviously big news at the moment as well. Uh, they call them outdated. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess that, that's what I like about them as well. Um, <laughs> and 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 it summarises the world of sport for me because I do a lot of work in golf, and it's all about trying not to be outdated and trying to keep moving forward. And uh, you get the sense that uh, world rugby has been sitting still for too long, and he obviously, um, obviously couldn't handle it anymore. But it was a big move, uh, and he obviously went out swinging. But look, it's um, you know it's a big role that he was fulfilling as well, and um, he's held that role for the last five years. And and yeah, look, you know everyone knows when their time's up, and uh, good on him for stepping down. But I guess he'll be hoping that his message and his legacy will will be that he stood down to to make a change, and let's hope World Rugby does make a small change. And the other question was, how are the relations between New Zealand and South Africa and Australia? Because I know there's a lot of bickering going on between New Zealand and Australia. Yeah, well, for me, me personally, um, I'll never bicker, but I'm just, as a fan of rugby, I'm gutted because um, there's nothing more I love than waking up at 3 a.m. to watch the All Blacks play South Africa in South Africa. It's uh, For a lot of New Zealand rugby fans, that's, that's the game we all love and that's the game we we sort of judge ourselves on where we're at. Um, so to, to not have as many test matches against you against you lot, uh, it's going to be sad and it's going to be tough to take. So I hope we can organise some, some sort of series every now and then. But uh, in terms of the relationship with, with the nations, I'm, I'm, I, I can't comment too much, but everyone seems OK about it. It's just about adjusting and, and trying to keep the standard of rugby high on this side of the world because... Um, yeah, it's, it's, it could be a chance to fall behind the, the Northern Hemisphere, which is something we certainly do not want. Definitely. And you're going to have to beat Argentina before you can end the right to play the world champions again. Ha, ha, ha. The world <laughs> champ. Yeah. Well, that, that is very fair. Um, look, yeah, I guess last time we played you lot, what happened? But um, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure it matters who wins in the pool stages. But uh, <laughs> For sure. It That's matters who wins the final. It's, <laughs> it's been awesome to see you guys back on the top of world rugby, and it's just a shame we won't be won't be playing you guys soon to celebrate and to, to compete against the best. Because the one thing that really hurts me about the uh, the loss to Argentina is the fact that we're now third in the world ranking. Now come yeah. on, <laughs> it's not good enough. I don't mind being behind South Africa, but to be behind England, that's all oh, that really hurts. <laughs> Got a bounce back on the 28th. Thanks for speaking to us, George Hopper Jr., all the way from New Zealand. We really appreciate the time you've given us tonight in South Africa. Oh, always a pleasure. Love uh, love hearing from all you guys on that side of the world and love your passion for footy. It's, uh, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. Great stuff there. Sure, there you have it. There's a sport. Anything is possible. Who would have thought that Argentina would go and beat the mighty All Blacks? Even with eight minutes left, with Argentina defending for their lives there, you still thought that the All Blacks would come back. There was a chance they had there. The try line was open and I think the pass went uh, It went astray. But you still believe that the All Blacks could still pull it off. But they couldn't. 25-15 win for Argentina. Well done to them and credit to them. I know I know, we're focusing on the All Blacks and what went wrong, but it takes nothing away from what Argentina have uh, achieved here.